This is Pastor Landon Davis. Thank you for joining me for our daily Bible study. We'll be looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 5 from the World English Bible. For we know that if the earthly house of our tent is dissolved, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For most certainly in this we groan, longing to be clothed with our habitation which is from heaven. If indeed being clothed we will not be found naked, for indeed we who are in this tent do groan, being burdened, not that we desire to be unclothed, but that we desire to be clothed, that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. Now he who made us for this very thing is God, who also gave to us the down payment of the Spirit. Paul had concluded the fourth chapter of Second Corinthians by reminding his audience to keep eternity before them. Don't allow temporary struggles or suffering to rock your faith. And he expounds on this ideal here by comparing our physical body to a temporary dwelling, a tent. We have the promise of an eternal heavenly home. So while we're burdened now in our physical body, we know that this mortal will be swallowed up by life. God gave us this promise and he gave us a down payment. His spirit is our assurance until he comes back for us. Verse 6, Therefore, we are always confident and know that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are courageous, I say, and are willing rather to be absent from the body and to be at home with the Lord. Therefore also we make it our aim, whether at home or absent, to be well-pleasing to Him. For we must all be revealed before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. While we're living our mortal lives here, we're obviously not present with the Lord. We, we can't see Him. We can't feel Him. We can't touch Him. We want to be with Him. And that is why we have to live a life that is pleasing to Him. Everything will be revealed when we stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And while it's true we've experienced Him in some ways by the Spirit, in that day we're going to see Him as He is, and we're going to receive rewards um, or, or, or correction based on whether we've done good or bad. Verse 11, Knowing therefore the fear of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are revealed to God, and I hope that we are revealed also in your consciences. For we are not commending ourselves to you again, but speak as giving you occasion of boasting on our behalf, that you may have something to answer those who boast in appearance and not in heart. For if we are beside ourselves, it is for God. For if we are of a sober mind, it is for you. For the love of Christ constrains us, because we judge thus, that one died for all, therefore all died. He died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but to him who for their sakes died and rose again. Paul wanted the churches that he had worked so hard to establish uh, to have confidence that he and his co-workers were sincere. And so they had some adversaries. Some people thought they were crazy, but the truth was they were simply willing to suffer. They were willing to work because the apostles were motivated by a love for God and for people. They believed that Christ died for all. And so with their all, they sought to live for him. Verse 16, Therefore, we know no one after the flesh from now on. 
Even though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now we know him so no more. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. But all things are of God, who reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ, and gave to us the ministry of reconciliation, namely, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not reckoning to them their trespasses, and having committed to us the word of reconciliation. We are therefore ambassadors on behalf of Christ. As though God were entreating by us, we beg you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For him who knew no sin, he made to be sin on our behalf, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. The hope of the Christian is that we are new creatures in Christ. We don't have to be what we've always been, but we become the person God called us to be. God reconciled us through Christ. To reconcile means to bring into agreement or into harmony, to make compatible or consistent, to reconsecrate. And so we were enemies of God by our own foolish choices, but he forgives us and by grace he teaches us to do good works and he with the help of his spirit our minds are transformed our hearts are transformed so that now we are in harmony we are in agreement with him and the things the sinful things we loved we now hate and things we were once proud of we may be ashamed of now and then things that we didn't value before now that's exactly what we live for it's the work of god in us it's the ministry of reconciliation and this great ministry of reconciliation has now been passed to the church we don't just receive it but we're also expected to extend it so of course only christ could be the sin-free sacrifice and only his spirit can actually sanctify he's he's the only savior but what he's done he has called us as his ambassadors to carry this message to the world And so we want to pray here in conclusion that the Lord would help us to fulfill this great call that he's placed on every one of our lives. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus for all that you've done. Thank you for forgiveness, for new life. I'm thankful that I'm a new creature. I ask you, Lord, as your believers, as your saints, as your ambassadors, that you would help us to carry on your ministry of grace and forgiveness and reconciliation. Use us for your glory. We pray it in Jesus' name. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Join me again tomorrow for another episode.